Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, today it's really a big, big pleasure for me because I have a real friend together with me. Hi, Fede. How are you? Ciao, Gregorio. Molto bene. Tu? Ah, no, sorry. I forgot <laughs> we need to talk in English, uh, Gregorio. Very well. And you? I'm super happy. And also for the audience, you already know who is here together with me. It's Federico Cesconi, the CEO of Sansif Plus. And today we are going to dream about what technology can do, and we will find out that this is already a reality. But before we deep dive into Disneyland Paris with all the dreams and experience that we can, we can have there and understand how, how we could improve them with technology, let's really have a quick chat with Federico and learn more about today's top player, Federico. Could you please introduce yourself? Well, as you said, um, I'm CEO of Sansiv. Sansiv is a, basically, I still call a startup, but it's not a startup anymore because, because we are already 12 years on the market. We started, uh, you know, really focusing uh, on uh, um, creating a customer experience uh, management solution. So the idea from the beginning, from scratch, was... Uh, to create uh, um, you know, a solution to support the customer experience management framework. The framework uh, is, is basically a framework I designed and uh, it's kind of universal uh, framework with different steps, capture, analyze, integrate, improve, and measure. I don't go in details because <laughs> I, otherwise I talk for, uh, for a couple of hours and I don't think uh, is, uh, is the aim uh, of, uh, you know, of this podcast. And, uh, and uh, basically we were, uh, uh, I would say, quite successful. Uh, uh, we target uh, big enterprise uh, customers uh, and uh, we have, uh, you know, several, several implementations uh, around the globe. Thank you very much, Federico. And, no um, and I, what I really am keen to discuss with you because we, we met personally also several times. Which values drive in life? You know, the, the big value for me is uh, to do things that I love to do. So it's important that I wake up in the morning and uh, what, what it, it expects me if is something that I love to do. Then it doesn't mean that it's something that is always uh, a pleasure to do because, of course, you know, doing something that you love to do, uh, a lot of time uh, there, are, uh, there are things that, Uh, you hate or uh, you you would like to avoid but you have to do and uh, and i think the the strength the energy to do those, those things um, you get it just if you are doing and you see a big picture of something uh, you know that that makes you ec extremely happy And uh, not necessarily, as I said, uh, to create a company and uh, to create a product and be successful. You can do whatever you want. I mean, this is what I, I teach also to, to my kids. Do what makes you happy 
uh, because life is short uh, and uh, and basically you have to enjoy and 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 be happy in life so th- this is my let's say motto your motivation is engaging because we had several discussion and what we are saying is also what you are writing in linkedin is full of passion full of also thoughtful uh, ideas that you share share with the audience and therefore it's clear that you're loving what you are doing and today i would like to to discuss with you one article of the uh, of a lot of them that are really great but in this mm-hmm. case is the one that you wrote few few weeks ago detecting pitfalls in disney paris customer journey in less than 60 seconds and this yeah. is, sounds like a dream and therefore let's <laughs> Fasten the seatbelt and start dreaming. And yeah. before I ask you to explain that, I use my my two two words on that. Um, let's really think or dream about having an engine or, as you always say, Federico, a red button that you can push, push, and then from the customer feedbacks that are available because of direct uh, feedbacks or uh, through social media and other different uh, system, you can find out the sentiment of your of your customer you can find out topics and you can put them together in different and classify them and from them not only classifying them but putting them also on the customer journeys uh, related also to which from which touch point they are coming from and not only this one but in addition also having a pre-classification of the most important five six seven pitfalls that that we need to solve and I think that's what you created. These were only the summary with my small words. Therefore, I hand over to you, the ideator of, of this great solution. Could you please yeah. comment a bit on that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you summarize already a lot of things, Gregorio. So you 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 are better than me to explain the, the whole story. But, uh, you know, let, let, let's start from the articles, you know, uh, Four years ago, I think, 2000, was 2018 or something like that, I, I wrote the, the first ar, um, article about uh, Disneyland Paris. Why, why Disneyland Paris? Because uh, there was, uh, uh, there is um, uh, free available data sets of 16,000 uh, customer comments left on Facebook about uh, their experience on uh, on uh, at Disneyland uh, Disneyland Paris. So um, then uh, um, you know I, I did uh, at that time I did a kind of uh, um, you know classical approach using the Sansive platform. And uh, basically, uh, the, the title was Detecting Pitfalls uh, in 60 Minutes. Then we all know that, uh, you know, a um, few months ago, uh, large language models uh, become uh, very popular, uh, especially ChatGPT. Probably the, the, the most known at the moment is, uh, is ChatGPT. And then I started to research, you know, how to use uh, such a kind of models, uh, uh, you know, within the the customer experience management or voice of the customer uh, framework. And, uh, um, you know, to to make a a long story short, I I discovered that those models are, um, you know, so well-trained that you don't need to train them anymore, even on a specific, specific case. 
So I had the idea initially, uh, you know, to run uh, um, topic detection um, without, without uh, uh, you know, previous training. So just using, uh, using the model as it is. And uh, basically, the, I, I will not go in, in technicality, but uh, I use uh, a few short examples when I, call, uh, when I call the model in a way that the model knows what I expect from him and uh, what kind of output I expect from him. But, you know, seeing that the model was so uh, good uh, and so uh, precise uh, in uh, in uh, finding the topics then i went one step further and i said okay let's let's try to do aspect based sentiment analysis so aspect based sentiment analysis is basically discovering the different topics that can be within the same sentence and assign the right sentiment to each topic. So, for instance, uh, you know, the phone uh, is is uh, perfect, but uh, experience with customer care uh, is terrible. Uh, so, the model should answer in in this in this sentence. Uh, I have uh, you know a product uh, positive, uh, customer care or call center negative, and. Uh, I did that ex uh, experiment. Of course, it's not easy. I mean, you should you should prompt in a way, and you should receive uh, uh, the format uh, in a certain way. But it worked. Uh, together with extracting the topic and extracting, uh, you know, the sentiment, I ask also the model to extract the segment, so the part of the sentence that refers to the topic and to the sentiment. And then once I had this that information, um, I discussed with a, you know, a colleague here at, at, at Sansif, and he told me, ah, it would be cool, uh, you know, to build a kind of uh, a customer, ex uh, customer journey view of all this information. And then what I did basically, I, I created another, um, you know, approach, another, uh, um, let's say, analysis, which which was I give to the model the different phases, the different touch points, and the different labeling of the gas customer journey mapping for for customers that uh, are visiting uh, uh, Disneyland Paris Park, um, and uh, you basically take the segment and you tell me in which uh, you know customer journey phase customer journey touch point and and labels the uh, this uh, segment refers and in this way then i i will finish now <laughs> gregorio in this way you are really able um, you know to make together the score that you have because the customers you know the original data set as a comment and a five stars uh, score um, the information about the topic, the information about the sentiment, but also the information about uh, the customer journey. And then the idea is, uh, and I'm working on that, to, to plot the full customer journey and then show all the informations, all the sentiments, all the topics, uh, what is uh, uh, the ranking uh, uh, from, from the customer's point of view of the whole customer journey. And what you are saying, basically, it means that for every um, project initiative or a customer experience uh, professional, whoever is doing customer journey management or mapping in, in a company, 
it can use and leverage this solution to pre-plot, to pre-create and to pre-populate the, the journeys with real feedbacks. I often participate to these workshops and then you have a lot of people having different ideas and I think the customer will say this and the customer will say that. Not a lot of, a lot of companies are inviting customers to, to join because of different, ex, different uh, excuses that they will find that customer will not join. And uh, and in this case, it's it's ready there to use. I think it for sure at the beginning will be at an higher level, sometimes sometimes a bit deeper level. But you already have uh, quite a lot of information, and you have a great preparation for every workshop where it's going about what is doing the customer next. And I think this is really game changing. I know everything what you are sharing is game changing because it will extremely help us. In the transformation, in the in the customer-centric transformation, to leverage these these feedbacks, but you have in addition one additional secret ingredient in your um, in your um, uh, article. Could you please share a bit of that? Secret. The secret <laughs> ingredient. Well, well, the secret in ingredient is, is is certainly you know uh, using a framework to access. The uh, the large language model because we, without without a precise framework that allows you to um, you know integrate the large language models in your existing uh, uh, IT environment uh, becomes complicated. Why? Because the tendency of large language models is to answer back. I would not say in the way they want, but one day they answer on one format, another day on the other format, et cetera, et cetera. So I use, uh, um, you know, a popular uh, open source library, Python library that is called Langchain and is getting extremely popular, uh, um, you know, to build uh, applications, agents and uh, whatever using uh, whatever lang language, uh, large language model, not just uh, OpenAI. Um, and this allows really uh, to create uh, an application, a robust application that can run uh, run uh, in production. Then I don't want to go too much in details because I don't know the audience of this podcast is not really interested uh, in uh, in the technical part, more more in the business part. But of course. Um, you know, my idea was let's start from the business, let's start from my clients, let's understand uh, how can we improve the customer experience of my clients and then go to the technology and see if the te technology can support that. That's the perfect mission of every customer experience professional or transformational expert, really having the mission of involving the customer from the beginning, trying to understand them and help them achieving their, their, their results. Before we, we go into, into the dashboard, because I think this is also the value added that you are providing, because what you are saying and what you already said is, uh, there is a lot of technology behind that, but the technology is provided by you and by uh, and by by Sansif, and therefore then uh, people can use it and leverage it in a different way. But now that we are a bit more on the technicalities, um, how will change the role of data analyst or of CX professional with all these technologies available? Mm -hmm. uh, this is a good question, Gregorio, because uh, basically 
as I said, the, my main idea was to manage, uh, you know, the customer uh, uh, customer experience of my clients. So I thought, okay, how can I make life of my clients easier in terms of when they have to work, uh, you know, towards uh, customer experience management, uh, they can uh, mm, dedicate more time uh, in activities that are uh, extremely important and, uh, you know, strategic and uh, where, uh, where re you really need uh, a person, a human beings uh, uh, analyzing or thinking or uh, ranking and where I can, uh, um, you know, remove uh, um, the difficulties and make artificial intelligence to work uh, um, through those uh, difficulties and, and this and this was uh, uh, was basically my aim when uh, when i started and the idea was uh, um, having uh, as much as possible artificial intelligence doing the dirty jobs not just the dirty jobs but uh, uh, you know mainly the dirty jobs and then on top of that adding uh, through artificial intelligence some capabilities in a way that i can provide also um, immediately valuable insights what i mean with valuable insight i i i mean that you know, if you consider the solutions that we have today in the market, uh, they all provide a very nice dashboards, etc., uh, etc. Et and and the difficulty I've seen in uh, presenting just a dashboard is that then people must have uh, their own interpretation of uh, the KPIs, uh, understanding what are the correlations, etc., uh, etc. Et what I did uh, on on top of what I um, basically described before um, was having the model, uh, you know, taking uh, the insights immediately out from uh, from the dashboard. So. Uh, creating a kind of storytelling uh, uh, of the dashboards, saying what are the pros and cons uh, perceived by the by the customers, what are uh, you know the initiatives you can put in place, for instance, for each touch points uh, in order to, to improve the touch points. What are uh, you know why the model answer in that way? and uh, a kind of priority ranking of the projects to put together. So you don't receive just, you know, an, I would call a naked uh, dashboard, but you receive already a set of recommendations, uh, a set of insight described as, uh, as a text, you know. I so think that, 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 sorry, because that, <laughs> sorry, because then I answer to your question. So. I see basically, let's say, the the dirty and uh, and boring job done by the artificial intelligence, giving uh, you know very rich insights to the customer experience manager or uh, or the analyst, etc. And with these insights, uh, you know, we can go, especially the the customer experience managers can go to a higher level and they have even more time to spend for instance to do to convince the rest of the companies to work uh, towards a certain uh, uh, problem uh, a certain thing so free up a lot of time in a way that this time can be uh, beneficial uh, for the whole project 
And what you're saying, I think this is key and this is how we should leverage artificial intelligence. I don't want to open up the, the discussion around artificial intelligence in general. There are older people discussing about that. Here we are focused on what you're saying. But basically, this uh, leveraging this technology for customer experience manager, transformation manager, and all these people means applying this technology to enhance our intelligence, to support us, to give us assistance to, uh, in, in finding uh, things that for us it would take hours or months of work. Wow. It gets summarized within few, in less than 60 seconds, perhaps let's say 65 seconds at maximum. And, uh, and basically it, it helps us. It's the enhancement of what we are doing. And this is the way I like to leverage artificial intelligence. Now speaking as a, as, as a businessman, I want to see it bef before I deliver that to, to my customer. And I use that to think, discuss, and speak with my customer. I want to see within my company what it's happening. Is it working? Is it working properly? And therefore, it enhances also the experience of the employees and free up time to create the nice stuff and to do everything what, what is required. And afterwards, we can go out and say, these are the, the 10 things that we want to do, how we can leverage that. I really like the way of having one use cases thought end-to-end -end from the beginning, feedback getting, uh, creating action and suggesting actions. I'm sorry, it's not still not able to implement the solutions, perhaps in, in, in the near future, and uh, we will have that. But I really love the idea of having an end-to-end -end process. I have 10 priorities, and the 10 priorities are not uh, defined by somebody because it's the most paid one, the hippo in the, in the, in the room, or is the one that speaks the loudest, but it is uh, based on objective data. And I really like that. Uh, Federico, is this solution already available for your customer or, or it's only R&D at the moment? I, at the moment, it's, it's only R&D. And um, we are, uh, we are you know, taking some, um, some um, deep considerations on, on this solution because uh, on one side, uh, you know, the solution, as I said, the solution focusing on making life of our uh, clients easier open also if you want a market because uh, as you said at the beginning gregorio there are uh, there are a lot of companies that maybe have a lot of uh, feedbacks or they can uh, get feedbacks uh, from their clients from from different sources even indirect uh, indirect sources and for a solution like the solution we suggest you just need the, you know a customer feedback in theory, just a customer feedback. But if you have a, a score associated to the customer feedback, it could be a net promoter score, could be a five stars, could, could be whatever scale you want, then it can be beneficial because you can put also some uh, cross-reference uh, 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 with the numbers. And this, what does it mean? It means that even um, you know, a company where uh, that is a, an extreme immature um, level in customer experience can really benefit from a solution like that because as you said you can send the, you know the the feedback and the score and get in in few minutes a dashboards recommendations suggestion of projects you have to do etc cetera, etc cetera. so um, it becomes extremely 
um, convenient in terms of money and time for companies and uh, uh, you know it, it, it reduce a lot the complexity to to build a big uh, you know customer end to end customer experience management solution then i didn't say that maybe in future you don't need to go in that direction but at least uh, from the beginning you can start in a very easy way and and go extremely fast uh, immediately and answering back to your question we hope to launch the product by the the end of the the year but uh, this comes from me so don't trust me because i'm always trying to push uh, you know my team uh, to go fast in reality i think it will be something for uh, for next year thank you but it's it's really interesting to follow the development and in the next few months there will be also new technologies available that yeah. you, that you can leverage and use to refine this solution you mentioned yeah. that the names in the article and therefore i allow also myself to mention the name you shared uh, that this idea came up um, in discussion with uh, adriana piazza a former yeah. sansif employees and mirko bonerba i think this yeah. this is also great putting Great minds together, finding solution, finding way yeah. to to create this uh, this solution. But basically, and I know you pretty well, and therefore I allow myself. Uh, you have a massive passion for this topic. How did you develop this uh, this this passion? Well, uh, I mean, uh, I'm in artificial intelligence and machine learning since uh, probably 20, 22 years. So, and, uh, you know, I started in the 90s to work uh, in, in database marketing. At that time was uh, really something very simple. Then I move a little bit in machine learning, uh, creating model, you know, churn prediction model and things like that. And it was at the end of the 90s uh, that... And then, um, you know, data science, science and uh, machine learning was always, uh, you know, a big topic for me. <clears throat> and it becomes natural to, to mix it, uh, you know, with customer experience. Um, also because I'm passionate about customer experience. It's not that I, I'm passionate just about, uh, about technology. And, and then uh, when, when I saw, you know, you know better than me, Gregorio, because a couple of years ago, when I've seen the first uh, Transformers model around, uh, I said, uh, uh, such a kind of architecture, uh, you know, will change the world, uh, definitely. And uh, ChatGPT is just one of the application of, of the Transformers in, in the real world. And, and, and you can see really... Uh, what what is the potential of of, of the solutions, uh, and uh, and basically I'm hundred percent sure, um, you know that we reach a level where we will have a, a new new revolution, a new technology revolution. So uh, this year or last end of last year with the um, getting uh, ChatGPT so popular and, and so open to the whole world, it was an extremely big step, uh, a game changer that will change, uh, you know, our technology, our customer experience, our life in, in the next years. And you are speaking exactly about the next question, a revolution in the next years. In 10 years from now, we are back on the CX Goalkeeper podcast. What we are discussing about? 
Uh, this is uh, this is very very hard, uh, uh, Gregorio. As I said, uh, you know, in 1994, I was in Los Angeles and I've seen for the first time the internet, you know, and uh, and I. It, it was a wow, I mean, uh, uh, something like that said, wow, these things will change the world. And then I came back in Europe. I did a startup. I tried to, you know, do something like uh, Amazon. So offering offering a mall, a virtual mall uh, to sell things in internet. It was too early. I failed. But, uh, and I remember a lot of people that said, Ah, you know, but this internet is something for kids. We'll end, uh, we'll end soon. Uh, and um, the feeling I have today uh, towards this large lang language model and what what is possible to do in uh, in um, you know in in the in the real life and changing, for instance, the customer experience is exactly the same, even. The feeling is is, is stronger. I I'm, I think we definitely are in, uh, um, as I said, a game changer period. This this integration of these big large large language models with the existing technologies will change in one two years. Will change completely the way we will interact with the technology. Uh, how we go through customer experience uh, you know with different vendors with different providers uh, in my opinion will be a big re revolution um answering your question well in 10 years is a little bit hard uh, <laughs> to say in in 10 years what i see in 10 years uh, you know from uh, from our solutions is something that basically you won't need anymore a computer and a keyboard to interact with the solution but you will interact like you know talking to the solution explaining to the solution telling the solution no i don't like this i prefer that and etc etc so the, the way probably we will uh, we will interact uh, uh, with technology really from a uh, you know ergonomic point of view will be totally different compared uh, you know what what we do today so this is the only let's say prediction <laughs> i feel uh, at least that uh, i don't know 51% uh, uh, possible uh, to tell you but uh, definitely definitely we are uh, and we are living a big revol revolution in this moment thank you very much federico this game is coming to an end but we still have few minutes in the extra time um, for three quick questions. I'm not going to ask you which book would you like to suggest to the audience because you've wrote a book. It's not well known yet, <laughs> but could you please share what for a book you wrote and where we can find it? Yeah, well, it was a collection of, uh, of things I, I did uh, in, in the past 10 years. So uh, it was a collection of uh, with a certain logic, a, a, a certain storytelling of things I wrote, uh, you know, du uh, during the, the past uh, uh, 10, 11 years uh, at Sansif. And um, 
definitely is something related to the original uh, uh, paper I've wrote, which is, uh, you know, the, the customer experience framework. And, uh, and, and basically try to put together uh, um, all the errors, mainly, I did uh, in a way that the others can avoid to do the same errors I did, uh, you know, implementing customer experience management uh, uh, projects. The book um, is available on Amazon, so people can go on Amazon. And uh, uh, the, the title of the book is uh, Start with the Customer. And um, yes, I mean, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was not a book where I pretend to become famous or, or rich. It was just something I wrote because I said, okay, it's good to have a kind of documents on what I did uh, in the past 10 years. At least I have some, something there. And as you said, uh, Gregorio is not well known. I don't care about it uh, because he, he, I wrote more for me than for the others. So <laughs> if, if people want to, to download it and, and buy, it's okay. Otherwise, it's okay anyway. Thank you, Federico. But as usual, you are not really explaining the reality because I read the book. It's really a great book. There are a lot of insights and it helped us. Uh, it's in customer experience, but it's in digital transformation and it's in our life to, to reflect and think about things. And I really like the way you are discussing and sharing some some topics some ideas some concept because it helped it helped me and it brings an, an additional view on on, on on that and therefore i i recommend to buy the book even if federico itself is not recommending <laughs> recommending it <laughs> no it was not that but you know i usually hate people that go to a podcast or to whatever and try to sell a book because uh, was you know better better than I. I I I was not here, you know, to promote my book. I was here because I love to to talk to you, Gregorio, and and I like what you are doing, and 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 this is the aim. I'm here. I'm not here uh, to sell Sansive or uh, or to sell uh, to sell my book. So <laughs> that 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 was uh, to underline. Let's see. The people that knows you already know that you are far far too kind, and uh, but I recommend the book and I'm super happy to to recommend that. What's the best way to to contact you, Federico? Well, uh, I have my uh, own email address, which is uh, Federico at. Uh, Cesconi, C E S C O N I dot com. That is my private address. You can find me on Instagram. You can find find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on uh, TikTok together with my friend Gregorio. We did some stupid video, and uh, <laughs> but was a, a positive uh, a positive experience. Uh, so uh, I think the end or simply enter my first name and last name in Google, and I, I, I'm sure you will get a lot of, uh, you know, information on how to contact me. Thank you, Federico. And where we can find Sansiv? Sansiv, uh, well, sansiv.com uh, is, uh, is, is the website. 
and uh, also Sunset. We have a fantastic team. I, I call uh, I call uh, the my dream team, dream marketing team, Silvia and Giada, and uh, they are extremely active on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on, even on TikTok now and on Instagram with with Sunset. So uh, feel free to to get in touch with and you will Sansi. find all the information and the contact details in the show notes uh, related to Federico and related to to Sunset. you know my, what, what is my last question uh, Federico's golden nugget it's something that we discussed on something new to leave to the audience yeah I know I know that you have this question but you know I I always uh, I always uh, have problems uh, regarding the the golden nuggets because I didn't find yet a golden nugget so I can I cannot uh, I cannot share it but as I answered to you the last time you asked me this question I I have to say my golden nuggets for everybody is uh, remember that when you wake up in the morning you must be happy on what you are doing are going to do and when you basically start to sleep in the night you have to think about your day and be happy what you have done that's the most important things in life independently from making money from uh, whatever uh, so happiness is number one federico i say thank you very much please stay with me to the audience it's everything for, for today I hope that you were able to dream together with us what is possible with technology, thinking about Disney Paris. For me, it was a great episode. If you have any feedback, please feel free to contact me, contact Federico for any question. Thank you very much and bye-bye. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it, share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business, we are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you!